Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one Rated Sportsbook app. We love me some DraftKings. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later. And yeah, third week in a row, you sign up for DraftKings, I'll send you a signed picture, signed football card, whatever you want. You automatically win. You're not entering for anything. You're just winning. Same way you can win if you are a spread the word winner at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. It means a great deal to us. Engage, Maverick. Engage. Somehow, some way, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, very easy to do. We got a bunch of sponsors. They're all available on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com. Especially this time of year, a lot of them make for really good holiday gifts. Please check them out. Again, over at RossTucker.com, take advantage of any sponsor ever, including DraftKings. You can send me the email, Ross at RossTucker.com. First of all, I will read and respond to the question on the show. I guarantee it. Secondly, you also have a great opportunity to win a little something, something from your boy. I got a ton of awesome press passes for you guys that you're going to want to check out. YouTube shout out. I love doing these YouTube shout out videos. They're fun. And it's cool for you guys to have me give you or somebody else a shout out saying, hey, what's up? Appreciate it. Have that on video. Show your buddies. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and comment on one of our various posts, which is very cool. Patron shout out, patreon.com slash RT Media, Tommy Ryan. Man, we've never gotten this many patrons before. You guys very clearly like being able to see the visual version of our bets on the Even Money Podcast. It was a battle, but another positive week for me on the Even Money Podcast in the black, baby. That's all that counts. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Hey, Ross. Well, let's talk about week 10. Uh, Schedule is a little bit different. Your overall takeaways before we get into each of these games. 
What a fun weekend. Uh, now, you know, a couple of things that jumped out to me, Bri. Number one, we're at that time of year where weather is absolutely a factor. And in fact, a major factor. I mean, you think about that game in Cleveland. Again, second game in Cleveland this year where, gosh, hope a lot of you on the Even Money podcast put your money in on the under. Steve talked about the weather back on Tuesday last week on the Even Money podcast. But Cleveland, the weather was a huge factor. Green Bay was a huge factor. I mean, how about New England? Last night, it was an absolutely gigantic factor, especially in the second half as the Ravens were trying to make that comeback. So this is why you have to be able to play in all elements. It's one of the things that makes the NFL and football in general so cool. We play. We play in bad weather. This isn't indoors. This isn't baseball. We play. It's one of the things I, I appreciate about the game. Um, I didn't feel like five early games was enough, Bri. I, I kind of like, I think seven early games and four late games with one of those late games being marquee. It almost felt like the early games weren't that great. And the late games, you're like Seattle against the Rams and Bills Cardinals. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't love it. I know why they did it because of the Masters and TV reasons. Totally. I get it. But I think seven and four is probably a better split if you're going to have 11 games in that window. Um, the other two things that jumped out to me, I think, Bri, the play by Nick Chubb, you want to talk about unselfish and you want to talk about emotions. And by the way, I'm not like somebody, Brian, that necessarily advocates betting on sports or betting on the NFL. It's hard. I wouldn't bet on it uh, with the idea that it's going to be a moneymaker for you. I always tell people all, all the time, if you're going to do it, do it with the idea that you're going to lose money, but it's going to increase your entertainment value. I look at it like you spend $20 to go to the movies these days. You know, bet $20 on a game and it's same type of thing, right? Like if you win, hey, great. But if you lose, all right, it's, it's, it's the cost of making what you're viewing more entertaining. Bri, everybody that listens to the Even Money podcast knew this. I had Houston plus three and a half. It's 10-7. The Browns are just running the clock out. Nick Chubb runs near the sideline. And I'm thinking he's just going to go down because he wants to stay in bounds. He breaks into the free, into the clear. And I'm watching thinking, you've got to be kidding me. You have got to. He's running down the sideline. I'm like, no, no, even money podcast. These people count on me to give them winners. No, Nick, no. And then he runs out of bounds at the one. And I'm like, yes, I'm selfish. Unselfish Nick Chubb, yes, that's what we needed, buddy. Smart play for you, for the Browns. More importantly, for me, for me and my bet on the Even Money podcast. Oh, that was amazing. That that was like, and I know there's a lot of people that had the Browns laying the points that were very upset. A lot of people that you know had Nick Chubb on their fantasy teams very upset. But this is part of what makes football so fun. You have the game itself, which is so fun, but then you have the games within the game with the sports betting 
and fantasy football. It's amazing. I mean, it's why the NFL is so great. It's amazing. Um, and then even putting aside the betting angle part of it or the you know fantasy part of it, the end of that Bills-Cardinals game was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I think it's the game of the year. I think it was the play of the year. You know, I make no bones about the fact that I am always objective when I do my breakdowns of games, when I talk about who I think is going to win, or when I place my bets. But I do have an affinity for the Buffalo Bills. And I think it'd be weird if I didn't, right? Like, I played the most there. I associate my career the most there. They've been bad for so long. I do kind of root for them. And so when they were down, Bry, and Josh Allen takes them down the field and makes that ridiculous throw and tremendous catch by Stephon Diggs with like 23 seconds left to go up by whatever it was, four, uh, and meaning the Cardinals needed a touchdown. They couldn't tie it with a field goal. Cardinals needed a touchdown. I even tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL, you know, these aren't your same old Bills. Get used to this. Uh, Bills Mafia. And then the Cardinals got the ball to midfield. And then Kyler Murray scrambled around. I mean, the catch was ridiculous. But for Kyler Murray to be able to throw that ball 55 yards in the air while fading away off his back foot, rolling to his left, it's just ridiculous. Like, you know how hard it is to throw a football that far? And for him to do it that way, and then my poor Bills, my beloved Bills, they had three guys there. All three guys reach up. All three guys tried to bat it away. DeAndre Hopkins was a little bit taller, a little bit longer arms, could jump a little bit higher, had a little bit stronger and bigger hands, and he made one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. Three guys surrounding him. I mean, it's a ridiculous throw by Kyler Murray because DeAndre Hopkins was the only guy even in the end zone. And the one guy in the end zone, the ball is thrown right to him. And the Bills have three guys there. And Hopkins goes up. And it was incredible. And people are like, oh, ha, 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 Ross. And freezing takes. That doesn't change. That, that doesn't change my thoughts that these aren't the same old Bills. They came through and did what they had to do. They didn't yak it away. They didn't choke. It was a ridiculous play by the Cardinals. Tip of the cap. I love that. It's what's great about football. And they deserve it. The the Cardinals deserve that. Now, I do think the Bills should have rushed five. And I thought they were too aggressive on the underneath routes. Who cares if they throw underneath at that point? There's like six seconds left. I think they should have rushed five and dropped six back, back near the end zone. I don't know why they had so many guys on the underneath stuff. I thought that was a mistake by the Bills. But anyway... Uh, it was awesome. Almost as awesome as Bombas Socks, Bry. It's it's Bombas Socks time of year, okay? So number one, it's the time of year where you need to wear socks. How about wearing the most comfortable pair of socks you and everyone on your gift list has ever worn? Secondly, it's holiday shopping time. Dude, people need socks. They need nice socks 
with different styles that they can wear in the winter. They can wear for work. They can wear for nice events. It is absolutely perfect. And I mean, the generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. So it's a win, win, win. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just giveable. They were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash Ross today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Ross, bombas.com slash Ross. Tux Takes. All right, we will start with uh, breaking down each of these games individually with the Giants and Eagles. Giants beat the Eagles 27-17. Philadelphia now 0-9 on third downs in that game. First time they accomplished that feat since 2004. And, Bri, this was no fluke. The Giants were the better team. The Giants deserved to win the game. You know, there have been so many sort of excuses or crutches for the Eagles, right? They're all, they're all hurt. Well, they had Lane Johnson back. They got Miles Sanders back. Alshon Jeffrey played. Well, they, they're good except for when Wentz turns it over. Carson Wentz didn't have any turnovers. They just got beat by a better team. Daniel Jones was excellent. His legs were a big factor in the game. He didn't turn it over. I, I, you know, the, the funny thing is for the Eagles, they ran it a lot better than I expected. And they still lost. They probably should have ran it more. Jason Kelsey had low snaps all game. Um, I didn't understand why Doug Peterson went for two down four. That's a new one for me. I know that's probably what the math says. I don't can't say I quite understand that one. Special teams hurt the Eagles again. They weren't catching punts. They were letting Jabril Peppers have big returns. James Bradbury for the Giants was outstanding. What a great signing by Dave Gettleman. People say, oh, you don't want to spend money in free agency. Well, James Bradbury has been worth every single penny. Uh, you mentioned they were horrific on third down. And Travis Fulgham. First game, he was really kind of shut down. Tux takes. For the first time this season, the Green Bay Packers did not score on their opening drive. Uh, a little closer than they wanted it, but a win is still a win. Green Bay over Jacksonville, 24-20. They gave David Bakhtiari a huge four-year contract extension before the game, uh, and they needed him. They needed him to help protect Aaron Rodgers, who had a pretty big game despite the wind and the weather uh, being a factor in Green Bay as well. Rodgers still was able to cut through the wind much better than uh, Jake Luton for the Jaguars. You know, it was the special teams that kept the Jaguars in this. Keelan Cole had an awesome punt return touchdown where it looked like I'm surprised that the punter, J.K. Scott, for the Packers kept his feet. It's always funny. Now, that's a tough position for that punter to be in. But it's always funny when a punter or a kicker ends up being in a real position to play the sport other than just kicking because you see the difference in athleticism 
between a, a and these are and punters and kickers are in great shape and they're good athletes. Like they're good at, but they're not NFL caliber height, weight, speed athletes, and it's just noticeable for sure. Uh, but the Jags punter was awesome in this game as well. Ultimately, not enough. It was a scare for the Packers, but they got it done. Tux takes. Matt Prater hit a 59-yard walk-off field goal to get the Lions their first home win of the season. They improved to 4-5, and five, the final 30-27 to 27 over Washington. Kind of a wild game. Alex Smith got his first start since the leg injury. Um, Washington was down 24-3. to three. They come all the way back to tie it. It looks like yet another epic Lions collapse. And the reason why the Lions were even up that much was a lot of DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift was awesome in that game. He had a big day. They rode him, but Alex Smith just kept playing. I mean, Alex Smith, back-to-back games thrown for well over 300 yards. He is in a groove throwing the football right now. Terry McLaurin had a good game. Seems like he always does. Uh, Now, I will say this. Washington was aided by a terrible, terrible penalty on Desmond Trufant. That should not have been pass interference, which enabled them to get the field goal that tied it at 27. So that was very fortunate. Then I thought we're going overtime for sure. Because uh, I had Washington on the Even Money podcast getting the the four points. But then Detroit got the ball. Chase Young had a roughing the passer penalty. And Prater cranks it from 59 yards. Unbelievable. That was a win. I feel like if the Lions lose that one, Bry, Patricia, Bob Quinn, definitely getting fired. But they won it, so now they have some shot. Like, if they finish the year 500, they might keep them for another year. So now they now they still have a chance. You lose that one, though, they would have been done. Tux takes. You mentioned it at the beginning of the show. High winds and hail delaying the start of the Texans-Browns game. You and Steve always talk about taking the under in bad weather. The final in this one, Cleveland 10, Houston 7. So what's interesting to me about it, Bri, I thought – you only delayed a football game for weather if it was lightning or it was a safety issue. So maybe the hail was bad enough that they felt like it was a safety issue. Because otherwise, like rain, snow, whatever it is, we play. We play football. So the hail must have been the sideways hail with the wind. It must have been a legitimate safety factor. Otherwise, I would have enjoyed watching him play in the hail as long as it wasn't like an issue um the browns ran for 230 yards rushing uh most of that in the second half that's who they want to be they want to run the ball they want to run the ball in the second half they got such a good combo with chubb and hunt and i already talked about the chubb ending of the game texas couldn't get much going a lot of that was the wind uh but they did come through for me getting the three and a half points but uh, the end of the game was the story of that game. Chubb going out of bounds. Wow, that was wild on social media. Wild. And it seems like that kind of thing, Bry, is so much more pronounced than it would have been even 10 years ago because fantasy sports and betting are so much more, so much of a bigger deal now, too. Tux takes.
Tampa Bay Buccaneers came back after last week's debacle. They doubled up the Panthers 46-23. to Ronald Jones with an impressive 98-yard touchdown run. Yeah, I was a little bit worried about this. I said on the Even Money podcast, I took the Panthers with the points. I was a little bit worried about the Brady FU factor, come out and play awesome. Well, that's exactly what he and the Bucs did. You know, the crazy thing is Carolina had the lead early. Teddy Bridgewater was on fire. DJ Moore had a big game. I mean, Carolina got off to a great start. But then the Bucs, I mean, the Bucs didn't punt once. They didn't punt once. Even though Brady missed some throws, uh, you know, they were able to get everybody involved. Antonio Brown, Godwin, Brait, Gronk, Mike Evans. I don't know how he did it, but Brady let everybody eat in this game. Even Ronald Jones had the 98-yard touchdown. Uh, Bucks were terrific on third downs. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt late, which is something to keep an eye on for sure. JPP had an interception as it felt like the Bucks kind of got back on track. Ducks takes. The Miami Dolphins have now won five straight games. They beat the Chargers yesterday 29 to 21. Tua now 3 and 0. Nice, Bry. Nice. I like that. That's good. I like that. Uh, incredible uniform matchup. I mean, the Dolphins should wear those uniforms every game. The classic Dolphins look. The Chargers should wear that as often as possible. And this was, once again, the Dolphins in all three phases. I mean, Dolphins blocked the punt, which led to a touchdown. They got up to a 21-0 lead. Uh, Chan was helping Tua, you know, as Greg Cosell talked about on Friday, with those uh, easy reads, one-read plays, clean reads. I will say this, Tua got away with some – Bad throws. He's lucky a couple of those didn't get intercepted. Um, I don't even know who this running back is for the Dolphins. I'll admit it, Brian. Salvin Ahmed, I have no idea who that guy is. Um, nice game on the ground. I need to read up on him. But he had a nice game on the ground for the Dolphins. Worst game of Justin Herbert's young career. And I'll give the Dolphins defense a lot of credit for that. They are legit, and they've got some studs on the back end. Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. They, the Dolphins are a complete team right now. Ducks takes. Five takeaways for the Las Vegas Raiders in a lopsided 37 to 12 win over the Denver Broncos. So this one hurt, Bry, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow on the Even Money podcast. But I had the over 52. And Denver did not do their part. Four interceptions. Deshaun Hamilton fumbles. Drew Locke scores a touchdown in the first half, Bride, but there's a holding penalty. So they bring it back, throws a touchdown the next play. I mean, throws an interception the next play. They would have at worst gotten a field goal there, which would have given me a push on the total. Absolutely brutal. Raiders did their part. They didn't even throw it great. The Raiders just did their part by grounding and pounding with Josh Jacobs, with Devontae Booker, because the receivers were – I mean, everybody had dropped. Waller, Aguilar, Ruggs, they all had drops. So if you think about it, if Locke doesn't throw those interceptions, if the Raiders don't have those drops, the game would have easily gone over the 52. That stunk. Impressive win by the Raiders and the Broncos starting to have doubts about Drew Locke again. Significant doubts that the Broncos have their quarterback yet again. 
Tux Takes. You obviously talked about it earlier. Kyler Murray's last second Hail Mary won it for the Cardinals 32-30 to over your Bills. It was Murray's first Hail Mary completion of his career at any level in his career. Interesting. So Josh Allen had a touchdown catch earlier in the game. Kyler Murray is the most entertaining player in the NFL. He And I know people love Mahomes, but Kyler Murray, it's like hard to take your eyes off him. He is mesmerizing. It's crazy how quick he is, how fast he is. He is so fun to watch. And I, I also tweeted this yesterday, Bri, at Ross Tucker NFL. First of all, I found out yesterday during the broadcast, I think Ian Eagle said there's only one game. Larry Fitzgerald had a catch, his 252nd consecutive game with a catch. He only has one game ever where he doesn't have a catch. I started that game. It was 2004 in Buffalo. I was I locked him up. I was playing center, but I mentally put the kibosh on Larry Fitzgerald so that he didn't catch any passes. Um, so I got that going for me, which is nice. Check my Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Um, but it's it's crazy that Josh Allen's like ten inches taller and fifty pounds heavier, and yet he and Kyler Murray have very similar games, running around, buying more time, making crazy throws. And we already talked about the rest of it. The awesome throw by Diggs, the uh, Murray Hail Mary to Hopkins, incredible. And what's crazy about that game, Bri, is a lot of people had the Bills on DraftKings getting two points. Some of them had them getting two and a half points. That half point was the difference. Oh, and the Cardinals not kicking the extra point because if it gets blocked or there's a bad snap and the Bills run it back, then they could have tied it. So that was another bad beat for a lot of people. Don't have bad beats. Listen to Even Money Podcast. Then go to DraftKings Sportsbook. They're giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code Ross. I know there's a lot of new states out there that just voted yes. A lot of new states. I think it's like Virginia and Michigan, Tennessee. Get on board the DraftKings train. I don't know anyone that doesn't think DraftKings is the number one rated sports book app. Everybody I talk to, different sectors of the industry, they'll tell you it's the top rated sports book app for a reason. Use promo code Ross when you sign up. Get up to $1,000. That's code Ross to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ducks takes. Three touchdowns for Alvin Kamara, and the Saints beat the 49ers 27-13. The big story in this one is the extent of Drew Brees' rib injury, which uh, I haven't seen anything this morning yet, Ross, but I'm sure we'll find out later today. Yeah, certainly seemed a lot like a shoulder injury. So I'll be curious the way he got slammed to the ground. I'll be curious to see what the reports are there. Jameis came in, didn't do a whole lot, kind of underneath stuff. They did sprinkle in a lot of Taysom Hill. But Jameis being the guy, rather than going full-time Taysom Hill, I thought was interesting. The other big takeaway other than the Breeze injury is that the Saints defense was awesome. Second week in a row, they were awesome. They were getting after Mullins. 
They stuffed the running game. Demario Davis had another fantastic game. Brandon Ayuk was really the only positive for the 49ers. Tuck Stakes. Sean McVay is now 31-0 and as Rams head coach when his team is leading at halftime. Rams win 23-16 over Seattle. Yeah, that's quite the stat. Uh, Darius Williams had two more interceptions. This is a guy that's come out of nowhere. And I know he gets picked on a lot because people don't want to throw at Jalen Ramsey, but Darius Williams come out of nowhere to have a, uh, a, a really big impact on this Rams team. They had six sacks of Russell Wilson, which is hard to do, including Leonard Floyd, who they needed somebody else other than Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd had three sacks. Not a, Another bad game for Russell Wilson. Only 16 points. Ramsey locked up. DK Metcalf. One of the only bright spots for Seattle was Jamal Adams. You know, getting after Jared Goff, having a couple sacks, being aggressive. But uh, Seahawks need to go back to the drawing board a little bit. And the quick food review from SoFi Stadium from that Rams game, it was a boxed lunch or should I say a boxed breakfast with uh, breakfast burritos and bagels. Did not partake because already had breakfast, but it looked halfway decent. Uh, halftime choice, hot dog or hamburger. Uh, where they really got me was the peanut M&Ms and the big boxes, Sour Patch Kids and Kit Kat. So because of that, we give it a B. Ooh, nice, Bry. I, I used to like Sour Patch Kids. I'm kind of out on those. Um, I do like a good breakfast burrito, though. I do like a good breakfast burrito. So I think that's that's pretty legit. Nice. Tuck Steaks. No practice, no problem for Big Ben. Steelers improved to 9-0 and as they knock off the Bengals 36-10. to Yeah, I mean, really. It's almost like he was better getting the rest during the week for his body. He spread the ball around beautifully to Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, some of these teams, the Bucs, the Steelers, they got a lot of weapons, and they have quarterbacks that do a fantastic job of spreading the wealth. Uh, you know, for the Steelers' defense, they were all over Joe Burrow. I mean, this is back to, you know, Joe Burrow getting bruised and battered, knocked around all game. T.J. Watt especially had an awesome game. What else is new? Um, T. Higgins was really, I, I guess I would say, probably the lone bright spot for the Bengals. And they'll be able to move on from J. Green because T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd will be pretty legit. Tuck Stakes. And finally, Sunday Night Football, the New England Patriots snapped their four-game losing streak with a 23-17 win over the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so this was, number one, surprising. And number two, ruined one of my parlays, or one of my two teams on the Even Money podcast. Very disappointing, Baltimore Ravens. Very disappointing. Look, the weather was terrible, Baltimore. What did you think was going to happen? The Patriots came out and ground and pounded them, Brian. I mean, it was impressive. Damian Harris, Cam, they ran the ball down the Ravens' throat. That was awesome. I give them a lot of credit. I really do. That was that was super impressive by the uh, by the New England Patriots to know what the weather is going to be and say, you know what, we're going to play Smash Mouth. I know Calais Campbell out. They had Justin Ellis. They had Brandon Williams until so he got hurt. They got to do a better job being more physical. 
Uh, Cam, solid football, no turnovers, used his legs. Jacoby Myers threw an awesome touchdown pass to uh, Rex Burkhead. That was sweet and much needed. And the Ravens struggled on offense again. They struggled coming from, coming from behind again. Uh, this is just not – clearly, I would say, not the Ravens' year. It is always the year, though, for people to be, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT Media, Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Make sure you check that out. If you want to see the press box food grades, the power rankings, my picks Friday, and of course the even money bets, sign up over there, patreon.com slash RT Media. Uh, we'll have College Draft Podcast tomorrow. Already got a text from my buddy Bo that Emery was 3-0 on his college football bets in the College Draft Podcast. So we are rolling on those as well. And then, of course, you know about Even Money Podcast tomorrow and my Power Rankings Tuesday tomorrow. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.